Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 118-101 win against the Phoenix Suns. It's nice, the, the week break, it felt long, even though we had the All-Star game and stuff in there, but it's nice to see the Raptors back in action after that All-Star break. Nice to see everyone refreshed and stuff, but... This game was exciting. This game was exciting against the Suns. The Raptors led the way the whole time. You didn't really expect them to lose it, despite the fact there was some lulls during the middle. But nice to see the Raptors come out and really get a solid W. So let's just dive straight into it. The first player we got to talk about, the guy that kind of set the tone at the beginning of this game when nothing was really going for either team. Turnovers were looking bad. It was some ugly basketball in the first quarter. The player that really... Set the set the Raptors apart from the Phoenix Suns in this game at the start was Pascal Siakam. Tonight, 37 points, 12 rebounds, 3 blocks, 3 assists. Just a massive game from him overall. And it, the start of this one was really where he was on fire. He was hitting threes. I believe he hit all five threes at the, in the first quarter. He was shooting shots where players were right up in his grill. He was doing a few of those spicy P crossovers, shooting it, letting it fly. And... You know, the, the Phoenix Suns, they it looked like they came out, and they played really hard this game. Even though they were down for large stretches in this one, they came out with a lot of energy. They're trying to squeeze their way back into the eighth seed in the Western Conference, and they you could tell they really wanted this W, but Siakam really threw a haymaker at the start of this one, and even though the Suns tried to bounce back, they really couldn't because Spicy P was just on fire at the start of this one. He was celebrating the whole game. I think... Uh, it was Cameron Johnson, I believe. That's the player that was on in one possession. And yeah, Siakam just bullied him in the post, uh, did one of his classic spins and hooks, and then was screaming out, this guy's too small, Had the was taunting him a bit. And it, it's nice to see Spicy P just into it, ready to go, and taking over a game like this. Because obviously, especially with the three-point shot, he struggled over the past month. And even though it didn't really carry over throughout the whole game, he did have a couple of not not clean shots, one off the side of the backboard, one was an air ball, but the fact that he started off this game so on fire, it's it's just great to see, and hopefully that will carry out throughout the, the rest of the second half of the season. Shout out our all-star, Pascal Siakam, but our, our other all-star, he had a kind of a weird game tonight, 13 points for Lowry, 10 assists, 5 rebounds. It did all the Lowry things, still made a lot of plays that were really impactful to getting this W, especially down the stretch, making some nice passes, defensive plays, but came out and you could tell he the long break wasn't really needed for Lowry, gave him a little bit of rust, because especially in the first quarter, again, made a lot of uncharacteristic turnovers, just fumbling the ball, and it seemed like everyone was fumbling the ball in the first quarter. Serge Ibaka was fumbling underneath the rim. Even Siakam, with how well he played, he a couple of his shots where he fumbled it up and then ended up having to do a tougher shot than he usually would have to shoot. So it, you could tell there was rust. You could tell, even though it's just a week, and that sounds kind of crazy to say, you know, the guys, and they're still practicing and stuff over the break, but you could tell not everything was pinpoint. But uh, Kyle Lowry, yeah, he he still did a lot of positives for this team and really hit some dag made some dagger plays in this one, hit a dagger three. So shout out Kyle, man, doing classic Kyle Lowry things. It, every, everyone really played well in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go through the roster, but we had seven guys score over 10 points. Guys that came in off the bench, they they all laid their impact somehow. And yeah, the Nick Nurse ran with an eight-man rotation and yeah, we talked about Larry Siakam. OG Ananobi, he's a guy that I kind of wanted to bring up because he didn't hit many threes. He didn't have a massive, just eye-popping game. But what he did on the court, the little things he was doing throughout this whole game is exactly what you want from OG Ananobi. He had 12 points, 5 rebounds, an assist to steal, 4 blocks. 
and was just wherever the ball, wherever he needed to be, he was there. He was getting in people's way. He was uh, guarding Kelly Oubre really, really strongly. Oubre's been really good for the Phoenix Suns this year. He's averaging 19 points per game for them, and tonight, uh, OG did a phenomenal job on him. He only had 11 points, Oubre, so... The OG was getting rebounds. He didn't knock down his threes, but was finishing around the rim. He missed his first dunk again. The rust. I'm gonna keep bringing it up. He OG usually when he goes up to finish, he he yams it down. He's got those sneaky ups, but he got rim stuffed on his first dunk attempt of the night and said he wasn't having it for the rest of them. I think he had four or five dunks in this one ever. He only had five field goals, but they all felt like dunks. And he got up on all of them. They were nothing flashy, class, usual characteristic OG jump dunks, but with some extra vertical. So shout out to OG really flying up. Sergi Baca dealt with some foul trouble tonight. 16 points, uh, six rebounds, six to 10 from the field. He he was eating up the Phoenix Suns. Whenever he was on the court, the Raptors were winning. And yeah, it really wasn't until he went out, got hit with that fifth foul, and we'll talk about that whole play in the segments. But it wasn't until that point where the the Suns really. Had a chance in this one. They started making their run at the end. So, Sergi Baca, you can see his impact on the court, especially when Marcus, with Marcus All being out, and hopefully he recovers quickly. You know, the, there was some speculation about getting some big man depth today with uh, the release of Markeith Morris. Shams ended up reporting that the Raptors were in contention to get him. The Lakers were the front runners, and then we were the second people to, or the second in line to possibly pick him up, and then. Just as I got home, was ready to make a video on it, because obviously that would be some big news. He, he signs with the Lakers, so I just wanted to bring that up. I know a lot of Raptors fans were excited for that for about an hour. I don't know how that how well that would have worked, but I, I like the team we have. I like the, the squad we have going. We have a couple bigs off the bench. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who played really well tonight, 10 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. The way he can run the floor in that backup power forward position, it's... Really, really effective. He's a really strong, small, small ball backup four. So even though he shot a three tonight too with some confidence, didn't go in, hit the front of the rim. But if he can start knocking down threes, man, Rondé Hollis Jefferson would be. He's already a solid rotation piece. But he, if he can get that jumper a bit, bit more clean, just just a thirty percent three point shooter, not necessarily good, but we're to the point where the defenders have to guard him. He, he would add that much more value for this Raptors team. Went 6 for 8 from the free throw line, which is really solid for Rondé. So, shout out Rondé for a solid game. Boucher came into this one. Not, not Didn't really do too much on offense. He had one nice tip in, but four blocks for Chris Boucher. The Raptors were swatting jump shots left, right, and center in this one. Boucher also had a nasty block over DeAndre Ayton inside the paint. Ayton, Ayton ended up getting the rebound and getting an M1, but still a nasty block nonetheless. I don't know. I love seeing Chris Boucher out in the court. He always always gives the energy. His three-point shots really haven't been going in since the beginning of the year, but I, I think he's a he's a valuable piece, especially with Marcus All out. But the guy that really tore it up and lit it up off the bench tonight, TD. As as Drake was talking about, he's there to see the TD three show and 14 points for TD tonight. Six of 11 from the field, uh, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. But the thing about TD. The thing that gives him so much value, I find him as even a rookie player, which is a skill, which this thing is not really shown in rookies that don't have much experience, but TD seems to never miss shots when the Raptors are on a run. He seems that whenever there's a shot that should be made, he never misses it. Right, he's occasional on the ones where you know you're trying to get out of a slump and all that, and that's where the stars are supposed to get you the buckets. But to have a role player be so consistent on those momentum building shots, on the shots that just tear down the house, that's 
that's where TD really thrives. There's a point in this game where Fred Van Vliet, he wasn't really cooking at the very start of this one, but ended up getting his game going as they went along. We really didn't need that much scoring for Fred tonight, so he kind of took a backseat to guys like Siakam. But when he hit his first shot, the, the crowd started getting going. Once the crowd started getting going, man, TD just hits the shots that blow up the house, that, that really get people excited. And it seems the thing, and this I think I've brought this point up on multiple podcasts. When TD hits his first one and shoots that second one, I think he's 100% on those shots. It'd be interesting stat to see how many shots TD makes, what his field goal percentage is after making the shot prior. Because it seems like he never misses it when he starts getting that roll going, when the team gets the flow going. And that's going to be such an added boost for the Raptors in the playoffs. Because if you can ride momentum, as everyone says, basketball is a game of runs. It's escalated. It's taken to times five, times ten when TD's in the game because he always hits those timely shots. So shout out to TD, man. Playing, coming off the bench, being that spark. It's going to be interesting to see what his minutes look like when Norman Powell comes back. But to have those two guys coming off your bench and be just spark plugs, it's going to be really exciting to watch this team fully healthy. Uh, yeah, I've talked about Ibaka. Fred Van Vliet, I briefly brought him up. 14 points, 7 assists, 7 rebounds. We didn't really need much out of Fred VanVleet tonight, didn't over-assert himself, which you want out of your point guard when you have a guy like Pascal Siakam going for 37 points, but yeah, it, it was just an exciting game. Fred Rico, or I think that's what Drake was calling him, Drake had a quality stretch in the second quarter doing the commentating. There was a couple times, see this is the thing about Drake, because you see some people complaining about him when he's on there, because people are used to the polished voices of Matt and Jack, who do this for a living, been doing it for a living for the longest while, and it's always weird hearing a guy that's not used to speaking commentary on on the sidelines doing color commentary, but that's a really difficult job to be within the flow of, and really get used to speaking without hesitations and knowing what you're going to say line by line, but so I get why some people don't really like the the Drake quotes, but I love it because the thing, the highlights of his sideline commentary are just great. And obviously, if he was doing it night in, night out, it might get old, especially with the unpolishedness. But I'm sure if he did it after a while, he'd get just as good as any of the other commentators in the league. But regardless, the quotes you get out of Drake are are just fire. They're hilarious. Their quality means the the Frederico. I remember last season, I think it was last year or two years ago, when he was flaming Jeremy Lamb. That's still an infamous Raptors moment. You gotta love the Drake quotes, and he says he seems like he's gonna come out to more games after now the All-Star break's over. He really showed up during the playoff run, so shout out Drake, man. I know he's a polarizing figure amongst Raptors fans, but I love him. I love what he has done for this team, and just his flavor, added flavor he brings to the sidelines, but... Enough about that, we're going to swing it straight into the segments tonight. The spicy P-lay of the day, it's got to go to Pascal Siakam's uh, close to this game, because I brought up how well he played in the first quarter. He he was just solid throughout the second and third quarter, but in the fourth, when the, the game was on the line, he made some great cuts, did some classic Pascal Siakam stuff, some vintage Pascal Siakam sprints to lane, making the right plays, making the right cuts, finishing. OG threw a really nice dime to him around one of the Suns players to get an open jam. He, he got another one on sort of a semi-transition play, and then Larry fed him off a pick and roll to to yam it down, and then obviously Lowry finished it off with that three to to really seal the deal. So though those are the spicy plays of the day, the the shots that really close this one. But not all plays can be the spicy play of the day, and some just make you say, "Oh geez." And tonight, the OGs play of the day going to Mafuzi Chef Serge Ibaka himself. He he obviously dealt with foul trouble, and we'll talk about that in the Damari Carroll Gold Star Award, but. 
Serge Ibaka came into this game, really switched the momentum, and the, the final dagger play that definitely made me say, oh geez, was when he came to the game. He's been such an improved three-point shooter tonight. You know, he hit, he hit two for four, but one of the ones that really, really, I think it boosted the Raptors lead to 10 or 12, he, he shot it up, banked in a three-point shot. You know when you're banking threes, the, the basketball gods want you to win the game, and Serge Ibaka banked a three, got the, got the bench going, everyone was hyped up, and that really sealed the deal for the Raptors. Whenever you bank a three, it makes you say, oh, geez, anyone watching the play say, oh, geez, so that, that's got to be the oh, geez play of the day, but finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damari Carroll Gold Star Award tonight. The Damari Carroll Gold Star Award, as it does on more nights it seems than usual this season the the referees you know we don't like to blame the referees unless obviously we have to and it, it's blatant it's obvious but obviously we're not blaming anything because we got a 20 point lead basically 17 point but during the third quarter stretch and the raptors were struggling the the refs were just throwing out technicals left right and center and that was always a a weird look to see but that's not the only reason they're getting the demari Carroll gold star award jack made a made a ruckus about it on the sideline and during the commentary and i i felt the exact same way but the Nick Nurse decided to make a coach's challenge is obviously not to get Serge Ibaka his fifth foul and then instead of he he, bla- he called the timeout he called the timeout and the the rabbi made it clear he wanted the challenge but then the refs just basically let the the Phoenix Suns shoot their technical foul free throw before the the timeout happened which shouldn't have happened because then the Raptors weren't allowed to make the challenge which was the reason they called the timeout in the first place and that just made no sense whatsoever uh, the Raptors because then they just called a timeout for no reason in the middle of the third quarter it's it's it was a waste of a timeout it was a weird play Jack obviously brought it up a lot during the the broadcast but th- that was really frustrating because the Raptors could have possibly swung the momentum and then not had a as close of a game at the end there but what can you do? The The rules are weird, and that rule play, that whole possession, is getting the Demari Kill Gold Star Award tonight. And, yeah, the Raptors got a really solid win against the Phoenix Suns. Happy to be back watching the Raptors play some basketball, get some Ws, got some really fun games coming up, some fun content. So, yeah, shout out to you guys for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Yeah, let me know what you, about, what you guys think about this game, the, the Raptors' upcoming schedule. If anyone pops up in the buyout market, we'll be here to cover it. We want to hear what you guys say. So, Anyways, I'm signing out. Cheers.